hello and welcome back everybody we're here another week another episode you know the drill episode six of the ben versus noel of felicity podcast i'm brianna i'm Kristen. hi oh hey how are you i'm good how are you just lovely I was just on my way home from work and I was listening to last week's jam session, Yeah, which is the one where they went over the Tandy Newton profile. Uh-huh. Did you listen to it? Um, I think so. Yeah, I did. I mean, the host, Amanda, really bothers me because she explains things and she's like talking about whether she thinks award season is going to happen. It's just like a long diatribe where they got nothing it meant absolutely nothing. And she's like, I mean, I'm not an epidemiologist or I'm not in charge of the Emmys, but this is just my opinion. Yeah, we know. You don't have to stipulate five things. You know what I mean? It's baffling. She does that all the time. Oh, if I'm Juliet Lidman, I'm sitting there like, <sighs> do you think they're really friends? I wonder that sometimes. Seems like they are. Also, side note, I've tweeted at Julia Littman several times to listen to our podcast because I know how much she loves Felicity. So far, I have not gotten a response, but that's okay. I'll keep trying. <laughs> so, Julia Littman, if you ever listen to this episode, we love you. But Amanda Dobbins gets on our nerves sometimes. And I do like Amanda Dobbins, don't get me wrong. But yeah, she just rides my nerves sometimes with how long she takes to say things. It's just like... Yeah, we, we know you're not an epidemiologist because otherwise you wouldn't be doing this podcast. It is purely your opinion. That's just like your opinion, man. And then she's like, and I know where it's like there's more important things in the world going on than this news story. But it's like, again, we all like tune into that podcast to listen to celebrity gossip. It's true. So that's all. Thanks for listening. Man, I'm glad you made it home after that and that we're able to carry on, you know? Yeah. Sounds traumatic. I mean, I know we all have other things that are traumatic going on in our lives right now, but it's all relative, right? That's taking it back. That's taking it back to the subway one. Everyone's problems are relative. Oh man. Well, you know, since I am up at Mark's parents, I say we just dive right in before we lose track of time talking about our current topics. Could you cool with that? Yeah, let's jump into Love Bug. All right. So my biggest takeaway from this episode is finally Javier is back. Where has he been? The last five episodes, four episodes, we don't know. But he's back. He's back. Do you want to just cover the same David, David and Felicity drama? Yeah, start I feel to like we kind of have to go in like, we have, if we do that, we have to start with the mono. Right. Go ahead. So this episode starts right away with yet another dorm room meeting. I know you only lived in the dorms for a little bit, but did you ever have a dorm meeting? Never. Me either. So just watching this, this is the third one that we've seen. Wow. Like, calm it down. I know. I don't even know if I had an RA. I have no well, idea. We probably already talked about this. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I um, have some maintenance people outside. And there is nothing I can do about the lawnmower slash weed whacking that's happening. I know we recently boasted about our listening. (laughs) (laughs) I know we recently boasted about our audience ever growing, but I didn't want you guys to think that that meant we are in some fancy recording studio. Kirsten and I are in our own separate homes doing this with our AirPods and our computers. So, you know, sometimes just hashtag real life, you know? Exactly. 
yeah. Anyways, you definitely had an RA. You probably just never met them or cared or it didn't mean anything to your life because right. this is this is a little ridiculous. The amount of these meetings and how intertwined in their residents' lives they are. Case in point, Carl, I think that's his name, stands up and then he just like falls down because he thinks he has mono. Right. Meanwhile, Megan ex- just said what you just said. How many people are tired of these meetings? Think we thinks we have too many. Does she have a voodoo doll? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, mono, mono is happening. And kind of before the meeting or after, shortly after we see her and David, like going on yet another date with no kiss. This is becoming a thing. David seems like a real snooze fest. Just the way he talks and his dumb like, do you want to have lunch tomorrow? And then she agrees. And he's like, oh, w- with me is the catch. Good one, Davey. It's like a dad joke, you know? It's a total dad joke. And it just, everything about him just really weirds me out. Like, I just think he is just, he's just got like the ick factor. I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but yeah, it drives me nuts. What I wonder is the reason at that moment that they didn't kiss was because I saw either one or both of them had a coffee and like, there's the coffee breath thing happening and maybe you're not feeling the, or if it's tea, that's even worse. Like, oh, it was just a thought. Right. For sure. So yeah, the mono thing. Let's, my biggest question though, like just to touch back on this RA meeting quick is where's Gretchen? What happened to Gretchen? Gretchen, Gretchen. The list girl. Uh, yeah. I don't think we ever see Gretchen again. Does she get mono and die? Was she patient zero? We just don't know. Perhaps. Did you ever get mono? No. Me either. I didn't even, like, I don't even think I ever knew anybody to have mono. Like so either. Seems like it's terrible. I mean, it seems like it spreads just about as fast as COVID does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So after her and David's not kissing moment, everybody is just hanging out at Nolan Elena's. I love this part. I'm going to tell you what. This show is why I had such unreal expectations about meeting friends and hanging out in college. <laughs> All I wanted was things like this with them just eating some cereal. It goes back to the first season when you had mentioned when her and Julie were just like eating some fruit on their dorm room floor. I just want fun girl time hangouts like this. And it just really doesn't happen. You know, this would yeah. have explained my weirdly large amount of cereal in college. Does anybody want to come eat some cereal with me? <laughs> I've got these bowls. <laughs> Almond milk, oat milk, regular milk, your choice. Okay. Great, great fruit if you'd rather have that. Um, num, num. Um, yikes. So, yeah, I love the scene for that reason. Like, they're all hanging out talking about why David won't kiss Felicity and other things. And in walks. Nolan Ruby and Ruby is just like one of the girls. I like I like Ruby. I mean, I know you don't like her for future reasons, but I really like she blends in so well and like it's so exciting the story that they tell about this guy asking her if she wants to be in a movie. And he like, had a briefcase. <laughs> right. He gave me his business card and like I don't know, I like loved it. Everybody's so excited, Noel is skeptical, whatever, but It's very, and maybe in this episode in general, I'm just kind of jealous of Ruby's ability to just fit right in and insert herself so seamlessly in other conversations and just like be one of the girls. Uh, It's an ability I just will never have, but yeah, she's great at it. And it's just cute. Her and Noel's banter back and forth. The, he had a briefcase. Yeah. Like a murderer's briefcase. (laughs) It's just, this whole scene is just like, it's very, it's very relatable and innocent and just like pretty adorable. Right. 
And I brought this idea up to Mark. You'll have to let me know what you think of it and maybe we can do it. But especially after this scene where David doesn't kiss Felicity the first time, all I could think of was G-A-Y when Megan says that to her. And I just kind of want to keep inserting it at random times throughout this episode. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So we'll see if it happens. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. Mark's already got about an hour's worth of editing when we're nine minutes in. So He's, he's probably an hour and a half in, right? <laughs> yeah, and so Felicity makes it clear, though. She wants David to kiss her. Also yes. begs the question, girl, just make the first move, you know? This is the first moment in this episode, we touched on this last week, that I realized, oh, yeah, Ruby doesn't know Ben and – or Nolan Felicity used to date because right. once Nola's listening they and they want to talk about David and Felicity – Felicity gets self-conscious and doesn't want to talk about it in front of Noel. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Ruby doesn't know. Like they have to nip this in the bud. So anyways, that's a takeaway I had from this scene. We pan back and like David and Felicity are hanging out again and they go to the dorms and Megan is there and she has motto. This is just so terribly funny. I mean, it's like she's dying. Yep. It's... I'm trying to remember. I get the all the things that she says at different times throughout this episode. I get them confused. But this is the part where she's just, like, laying there, right? And, like, everybody keeps walking in, and she just, like, looks up, and she's like, <laughs> And she's like, a, well, A, she's like, got, like, a negligee on, and she's sweating, and her hair is a mess, and she's, yeah, she's grunting. Like, it's just, she is not doing well, and David is like, I, I think everything's airborne. Like, we got to get out of here. I don't want mono. And, like, it's just quite funny because it's very COVID-related. Right. It brings us right know? back from 1999 all the way to 2020. Exactly. Does Noel, does Noel walk in, too? Yeah. I mean, Noel walks in, like, pretty rudely. I hate when people do this so much. You'll be having a conversation with somebody else, and they'll just walk up and just – like word vomit into your conversation. So he wa- barges in. He's like, oh, so Ruby called the killer and is just talking back and forth. But he redeems himself in this scene because obviously Darren, David is just staring at him. Like, who the hell is this guy? And Noel just looks at him while he's staring at him. And he's like, hi. <laughs> I love it. Yep. I think you and I both do that to people like that we've never met. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah. It just made me, it made me laugh. No, it's perfect. Yeah. Noel and David finally meet. And in front of Noel, David offers, um, makes the offer to Felicity to stay at his apartment. She said, uh, he said he she can't stay there. You know, like he said, everything's airborne. So come stay at my place. And Felicity right. agrees. And Noel's just kind of like, oh, new guy alert, you know? Right. And he's probably a little bit skeptical as well. And Noel wants nothing to do with Mono because he had it freshman year sure and at some point either him or david says they know somebody who had it for seven months oh yeah anyways nobody wants to get the mono so they leave and um noel does seem very territorial with felicity right they both just uh, they're just showing those little inklings of you know the feelings are still still there not really gone yeah and uh, where do we go after this Felicity gets a call and David's apartment's being fumigated. Yep. So in the middle of everything, she's telling Javier he does not like the fact that she's staying with David. And then David calls there. I don't exactly approve. Why? Because it seems like a like a scheme 
like the the first excuse to get you into bed. Okay. Binanda Luca, this is Javier. And who is this? He's the man I don't trust. It's David? No, it's David. <laughs> Hello? Hey. What's he? What's he saying? Let me guess. Let me guess. Mm -hmm. Can I guess? No, no, no. I, I totally understand. Of course. Yeah, um, so I'll give you a call later. Okay. His apartment's getting fumigated, apparently. Okay, so come stay with me. No, no, no. I'll, I'll figure something out. I just love this so much. I... I don't think we ever find out what Javier's, like, beef with David is or why he doesn't really trust him, but... God, when he hands her the phone and she's like, who is it? And he's like, David. She's like, it's David? No, it's David. It's just, oh, yeah, I didn't even really get that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever gotten it either, but it just, like, kind of clicked this last time. And let's tell Felicity everything. I guess if I have somebody like Javier in my life and then all of a sudden randomly don't like a guy that I'm dating, red flags are going up, let me tell you. No, for sure. But, yeah, coincidentally, David's apartment is being fumigated for what we don't know what do you get fumigated for bed bugs i mean i mean you lived in new york for what like four years or something like that like does your apartment ever get fumigated have you ever no, heard I of don't this even understand what that means like do you have like um rodents or something or bed guess, bugs? yeah i don't know why you get like cockroaches i don't know i mean i've definitely done bug bombs in my apartments i've lived in but you know, fumigated anyway so He's getting fumigated, which poor Felicity then has to just stay in the dorms, on the couch, in the lounge. I'm going to tell you what. i trying to remember the couch in my, like, dorm common area. First of all, it was, like, two seats wide, right? And it was wood and really uncomfortable. Even if it was a cushy, comfy, plush couch, there is no way in hell I would lay down on it and try to sleep. And also... I mean, she's right outside of the elevators, so I guess how restful of a night's sleep does she think she was going to get there? There's just a lot. I have a lot of problems with her decision-making ability right now. Yeah. The fact that she's laying on that gross, nasty, disgust disgusting couch, like, if you roll over and your mouth is near that couch, you're going to be breathing in other people's, like, skin and, like, flakes and nasty Forget about stuff. mono. Like, it, ugh. Yeah. And then she can hear people having sex. And it's just a disaster all around. And then in walks Noel and Ruby. And, like, they don't just kiss goodnight. They're full-on, like, dry humping, making out. It is so uncomfortable. I feel really bad for her. Yeah. I I mean, the cringe factor in this whole scene is just off the charts. Because, yeah, they're just, like, full-on making out right off the elevator. And then Felicity looks and sees that it's them. And then she just does that weird thing where she's trying to look away. But then she can't help herself and she's just like staring at them right <laughs> yeah it's tough and you know then they see her and ruby's like felicity and so she goes to her room and noel is kind of talking with her and felicity i think she makes it a point here to say ruby doesn't know about us does she well noel like goes to leave and then comes back and he asks her if she's told her anything oh right and then yeah. she's like, no. And he's like, oh, well, I haven't either. And she's just kind of like, well, why don't you tell her? 
And he mm-hmm. kind of just makes it a point that the X-File hasn't really been brought up between him and Ruby. Even so, this is such a weird situation. This isn't just like a random ex. This is like somebody that's in your life that your now girlfriend is hanging out with seemingly like quite often. Yeah. What do you think about this call? Oh my gosh. He should have told her like from day one because A, Ruby seems like a cool chick where she doesn't even care. She won't care. Right. And now that you've been keeping it a secret and she's, it's, yeah, there's like, you know, that drawing the line episode, like the line should have been like there from day one. Right. So he does make a point though to tell Felicity, like, I'll tell her, you know, I'm going to take care of it. And then he offers Felicity to come stay at his and Elena's apartment and Felicity declines like, oh, this couch is actually pretty comfy. Oh, God, gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, shocker, they show her at Dean and DeLuca the next day and she's exhausted. And her and Noel and Elena are all talking. And then in walks David. No, her and Javier and Elena are all talking. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Yep. You're right. And then in walks David just coincidentally as they're all talking about the likelihood that he's probably lying about his apartment getting fumigated. Right. And he drops off some photos he wants her to look at or something. (sighs) Snooze. Like, (laughs) thanks, David. Thanks, David. So he introduces Javier to David. Is this when (laughs) Javier says, hello, you? Hello, you. What happened to your knight in shining apartment? He, uh, he said his place was getting fumigated. Hmm. And you bought that? Not particularly. Sounds like guy BS 101. BS? Boy shenanigans? Is that what that? Mm. Really? That's what I thought, too. Oh, my God. He's here. Hi. David. Hey, uh, this is Elena. Hey. Hi. And uh, Javier. Hello, you. Ah. Excuse me, I have to um, dust the scones. And he says something like, it's BS, both shenanigans. Boy, oh, <laughs> Man, I meant to write that down. Oh, no, I didn't write that down. It's so freaking funny. Yeah, because Elena's like, sounds like BS. And he's like, kind of has that confused look on his face. And he's like, boy shenanigans? Love Did it. Did you say boy or bull? Boy shenanigans. But just like when David like sticks out his hand to him and he's just like, I have to go dust the scones. (laughs) I just love that he's so blatantly like just doesn't like him for really no reason at this point. Yeah. So Felicity flat out asks David if he, if his apartment was really going to fumigated and he's like, Oh, you don't believe me. Oh, I'll prove it to you. Oh my God. Whatever. Yeah. It's clear that he is like a B, a B kind of a guy. It's just like, I, yeah, I, like I said, I just can't put my finger on why he bothers me so much, except for what movie or show is this from where they say stage five clinger? Do you remember that? Um, the Wedding Crashers? Might be. Yep. So that's just what he is just reminding me of right now. You know, like how long have they been dating? Have they gone on a date or hung out every single day? Ugh, yeah. Ugh. I'm going to pause for one second and I'm going to, keep this in if you want but it's like the 15th anniversary of wedding crashers or something like that 15 or 20 and the ringer has this whole long story about um the football scene and the movie <laughs> and it is i watched it like twice in the last two days it is so fucking funny just like vince vaughn 
he like completely made this ad lib to like this whole scene when he's like trying to hype the football and he's like, hot route, hot route. <laughs> and Owen Wilson's like, I don't know what hot route is. And what like, the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> like, God. And then <laughs> just Bradley Cooper. <laughs> like... Anyways, it is so funny. I highly recommend people take four minutes out of their day, go to the ringer, find that article and watch that. Scene. Hey, how about I'll just post the link on the, our Instagram when we cool. mark this episode. You're Great. welcome, everybody. We call that a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> that movie's so great. They, I mean, so they did the rewatchable on that not too long ago, but oh, you just really? kind of forget that. Like, I've totally forgot Bradley Cooper was in that movie. Right. And it's just, I don't even know what the fuck a quail looks like. There's just a lot of like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, I, we watched it right after we listened to the rewatchable. It was like a okay. year ago or something. It's definitely, it's definitely 15 years, not 20. It's still equally, like, makes me want to vomit, but that's yeah. fine. So we, uh, so we kind of see Ruby and Noel running lines for her movie. Which, terrible she actress. Did, she did so good. <laughs> I thought she did so good. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. I feel like you could have done a better job, and we all oh know God, you're, not thank that, you. you're not a very good actress. <laughs> oh, my cool. God, Charlie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. I thought it was pretty cute running lines together. Yeah, it was all right. But then the kicker. So yeah, her and Noel have their cute little like whatever. He's really trying to get it out of her who the lead actor is in the scene with her. And she's just, you know, she signed a bunch of non-disclosure agreements, whatever. But I think the cringiest thing that happens after this is Felicity's like getting some stuff out of her room. And it's just Megan. And she's just like, going out of her mind with a fever and ruby walks in and she just come in hi do you have a second Uh uh-huh come in take a load of have some pie don't mind her she's just delirious from mono oh um this is this is so embarrassing what well okay the stuff that we talked about at the first RA meeting, I, I just wasn't listening because it didn't really apply. What was it? I need to get a diaphragm. Did you say health services was the way to go? Uh-huh. Okay. Because I was on the pill for a while and it made me so bloated and just... Not that you care what Noel and I do, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, as, as long as you're safe. Just remember that the pill and diaphragm don't protect you from STDs, so. Oh, I know, I know. So where are you going? Actually, I'm, I'm gonna go stay at Nolan Elena's place for a few days. <sighs> Till I die. You and Noel are really good friends, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we kind of are. Um, you know, I should, I should really kind of get going. How come you never went out with him? Um, <laughs> Ooh. That was an accident. But the biggest revelation here is that Ruby is there to ask Felicity birth control advice. Oh, I wasn't listening because it didn't matter to me then, whatever, but I need to get a diaphragm. I mean, again, why is she talking to Felicity about this in the first place? It just really annoys right. me. Yeah, and then that leads to the whole thing 
well, Felicity has a Kleenex over her nose like the whole time. But then Megan is just, again, like laying on the bed, so miserable. And she's like shouting, saying like weird things like, till I die, you know, and she's like, (laughs) whatever. And then she sneezes on Felicity, leans (laughs) over to get her stuff to get something. And she sneezes in Felicity's face. And it is so funny. And they like immediately leave her and Ruby are like, oh my God, let's get out of here. But God, that reaction. I mean, but thankfully, Megan sneezes in Felicity's face. It's kind of like saved by the bell because in that moment, Ruby had asked Felicity, like, how come you guys, how come you and Noel never dated? You're such good friends. And Felicity like panics and then Megan sneezes and she just has the, oh, right. oh my God. Saved by the sneeze. And Megan laughs and she's like, that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's just so like going out of her mind. Yes. So funny. So then we go back to Elena's where Felicity is staying and she's trying on outfits. I'm, I don't really understand this scene. Like she doesn't want to look too good, but then she's putting on all these really like think like sexy-ish tops. Yeah. Cause she's like, I'm just supposed to be studying, which that doesn't mean you don't have to change your clothes to like go out to dinner with somebody. Yeah. So then Noel walks in and he's like, Oh, you look really great. And so she's like, oh. I really like though when she has like the tube top thing and she's like, you know, with a cardigan. I was <laughs> a little sweater over it. Yeah, it was funny. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else. Like Elena's just trying to give her, you know, some like, it's not really advice, but just she really talked about David and they're commenting on the photos. And I love that Elena calls him new guy. Oh, new guy's talented. And yeah, like Noel walks in and says that about her outfit. And Elena's like, don't listen to him. And then Noel is asking about the photos and like, oh, did David take these? Or Felicity yells in the bathroom, like, you still haven't talked to Ruby yet. He says he's going to. But the funny part about this is, I think I got this a little mixed up. He asked Felicity, he's like, aren't you going to ask about me and Ruby? And she's like, hello, I know about you and Ruby. And then it all comes out that she was asking about diaphragm. And, of course, Noel gets really excited. Yeah. Ruby shows up. And then at, like, the same time, David shows up. And they all decide <laughs> to go get food. I think the scene bar sounds good. <laughs> like, And, like, Noel and Felicity look at each other like, oh. This is not a good idea. Here so. we go. Perfect storm brewing up. Oh my gosh. This is a great scene. Like I was so like, like during this whole scene. So everybody's having a great time, the four of them. And whatever happens, somebody has to go use the paper. Oh no. David's going to go get drinks mm-hmm. and then Ruby's going to go with them. And then Nolan and Felicity are just hanging out at the table. He picks a fucking eyelash off her face and he's like, make a wish. And it's this really intimate moment. And <clears throat> Ruby and David both see. And it's pretty reminiscent of bringing you back to the fugue episode when Felicity and Julie are away and Felicity like looks back at the table and him and Hannah are just like sitting there Ooh. like talking really closely with each other. And she gets like that jealous girlfriend feeling. And now here she is like being the Hannah role. I didn't even think about it like that. Uh, so yeah, so David and Ruby witnessed this and they both just kind of look like the fuck. Um, but neither of them seem to really say anything about it. And just like, if you're Felicity and Noel, like use your brain. Like, what are you guys thinking? Read the room. You are on dates. Like, right. I mean, they're like intimately looking in each other's eyes. And like, what does that even mean? Like, I'm always wishing like, I'm assuming Felicity takes it as always wishing for us to get back together or something along those lines because she just looks at him like, oh, thank God. Like, I, I just don't understand what they're doing. It's like, yo, if you guys want to get back together, you can get back together. Yeah, like, right. So 
Then we see Noel and Ruby full on hardcore making out by the payphone. But before they start making out, I just want to, she's on the phone with her roommate and she's just like, fish food. This is the only reason I've ever tried fish food ice cream is because I heard about it in this episode and I wondered what it was all about. It's delicious. What's in there? Um, oh my gosh, I don't even remember. I know it's, I think it's got like caramel swirls and it's got like fudge fishes in it. Way too much sweetness going on, but you know, it is what it is. Got it. But yeah, so they're making out, which I mean, hello, I'm assuming they're by the bathrooms, which very romantic. And all of a sudden Ruby's just like, no. And then he calls her Felicity. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just, this has happened to me. I have been called. Yep. Me too. (laughs) I can't even remember who it was. Is it Phil or no? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I feel like we would still talk about that to this day if it was Phil. Yeah. I think it was. uh, I think it was. I don't even remember. That's how insignificant. I think it was the the New Yorker. Oh, okay. See, it's so insignificant. I just don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think I've done it before, and then it's been done to me. But if it was like somebody's sister, I think that they called me, which wasn't as bad. But I think it's also happened like this way too. So yeah, Wait, somebody is making out with you, and they called you. No, like they weren't making out with me. Like it just happened to be like one of those things. Like they're trying to get my attention about something. And they're like. Instead of calling me, me me my name, they called me their sister's name. It's never happened to me really in like the heat of the moment. Got it. Just to let you know, fish food is chocolate ice cream with gooey marshmallow swirls, caramel swirls, and fudge fish. Okay, so I was right on two of the things. <laughs> yes. The marshmallow part is delicious, FYI. Anyways. So, yeah, this whole scene is just – and Ruby is like, what is going on with you guys? And Noel – he does not play this part. He does oh my God. do well. He just keeps digging the hole. With everything he says, he's just taking another shovel of dirt and just flinging it over his shoulder. I mean, it's we've been spending a lot of time together, and he lets it out of the bag that he knows she went and talked to Felicity about birth control. Because Ruby's like, I mean, she's my RA. I talked to her about birth control. He's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, you know? <laughs> like, oh my. And then they go over to the table and... Ruby is just going to leave. She's not really going to say anything. But Felicity's like, Ruby, what's wrong? And she's like, you should have told me. And now the cat's out of the bag to David that Nolan Felicity used to date, which should be fine if you're David. Like, you don't, she doesn't need to tell him that. I mean, and hey, you David. You haven't even kissed yet. I, right. Like, hey, drama queen, calm it down. Because, you know, Felicity's like, oh, I guess I probably should have told you this too. And David is just like, oh, man, I forget exactly what he says here, but He's just like, like basically he says like I just knew it I'm just not really ready to trust somebody and and he says something about the guy you just broke up with and she's like oh no that's not even who I just broke up with and he's like well I'm definitely in trouble then like what right <laughs> are you slut shaming her I, like right like just like shut the fuck up so yeah they both just leave and then Noel comes back and him and Felicity both just say how each of them were excited about where they were headed with you know, their respective Ruby and David partners. And yeah, they just kind of sit there and we just kind of leave them. Yeah. And yeah, they both are excited and they both just kind of messed it up. So pan to the morning, Felicity wakes up, Noel's pouring himself some cereal (laughs) and she's got mono. So he's like, you got to go. I I love that Elena's instant reaction is to put the bowl over her face. And again, I love her braids so much. (laughs) <laughs> just like she's just so pretty and I'm just very like 
jealous of her hair. Um, but yeah, Felicity's got to go. No sympathy. Neither of them want mono. Like, get the H out of here. Yep, Felicity takes her ass back to the dorms. Megan pops her head out of the sheet, still sick as a dog. And then that one guy is with her. Carl. Carl. He's we both have like, mono. So we had, and he doesn't even say sex. He's like, we had sex. Like, cause he's, I don't know. He's just so gross. And then he just like lays back down. Right. She's like, that's what that was. Like, she obviously <laughs> was not a memorable experience. So Felicity goes to sleep. Megan's sleeping. We see Ruby go back to Knowles. And she basically kind of, she just overreacted. It is what it is. And she really likes Noel. And they start to make out and they're going to have sex. She makes sure Noel has a condom. He does. And then right there, she decides to tell him she got the movie part. Right. And who's going to be the co-star? Mark commented and he's like, this seems like a really weird time to tell him about this. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I thought too. And very after school, especially of checking the expiration date. No, right. no way to go. Um, but yeah, she got the part. She thinks all the pent up energy from the mistaken identity from the night before really just like pushed her forward with this. And Tom Cruise is the guy. Right. That's Charlie. <laughs> like, of that course. Yeah. Do you think like, do you think at this point, JJ Abrams and John- Tom Cruise were like affiliated with one another where JJ was like, Hey, I'm going to use your name in this. God, I suppose, like, Tom Cruise seems like one of those actors where he would need to know about this. So, maybe. Did J.J. Abrams do Mission Impossible or something? He did. All of them? Carrie Russell is in. No, I don't know. so. So, right. So, this is way before that. But, yeah, you never know. Noel's, like, kind of, holy shit, you know, and then they presumably get it on. And I did, like, when she, when Ruby is talking to Noel about the night before, and she's, like you don't even need to explain it. She's like, you just can't ever do it again. And yeah, like girl power, you go Ruby, like, you know? Yep, exactly. Oh, and another caveat to this movie is she's going to be gone for three weeks. So they've got like two days left together. I'm really curious because this is, we're almost to the year 2000. So you got to think she's taking breaks in this season because she's filming road trip at the same time. I, that would just be my guess. Right. It just seems like a coincidental storyline. Yeah. And then Felicity is back trying to do her best to like get out of bed and like muster up some strength. She tells Megan she's got to go. Megan's too exhausted to insult her. But yeah, she can like barely walk, but apparently just like doesn't even change her jammy pants, just heads right on over to David's. And hey, you know what? Hats off to Felicity for at least attempting to wear a mask for a little bit. I know, right? I mean, just... Not the hard people. It's just, <laughs> just you know, mask yeah. the fuck up. Even for something as silly as mono, which I'm sure kills like five people a year. Please don't fact check from that for me. I don't care. But yeah, it's fine. She tries to take a seat a little ways away. It's fine. I don't want to talk about the it's mask fine anymore. He ends up he ends up kissing her. <laughs> right, but at least so, she tries and makes an effort. You know, she's wearing yeah. it correctly. It's all good. Yeah. So she, I've got. I don't know if I have a problem with this. I just, the apology from her and what she was saying, I I don't know. I don't think. It doesn't warrant an apology. Right. I just don't think this was that big enough of a deal. And if David is going to have this much of a hard time because her annul dated last year, uh, tough shit. I don't know. Hey, heartbreak happens, David. We've all got baggage, you know? Shit, yeah. Like, and also you're like 25 or 26. Like you're a full-fledged like adult. Ugh. And yeah, then she just says a cheesy line like, if I didn't have mono, I would just go over there and kiss you. And then he kisses her and like just barf. Yeah, great. 
super. That's it with those those two. Also, what is up with his apartment? How much must that cost? Oh my just gosh. A real estate question again. It's just ridiculous. Cool cool loft in Manhattan. Right. I mean, it is cool. That sound is right. Oh yeah, no, but like she's not being uh, there's no way in hell that that guy has that kind of place. I mean, Jesus. Right. Unless Professor Sherman makes a lot of money at the university, which you don't, I don't know, maybe. Oh, right. Unless his you photographs just sell for, I don't even know, you know? That kind of wraps up everybody else right now, except for Ben and Maggie. Yes. First event, Ben is going into the storefront cookery place <laughs> where she cooks food. And he's going to surprise her. So she's in there with her assistant, and Ben walks in and... She's speaking Japanese on the phone. Like, of course she speaks Japanese. Again, this is another thing to my theory that she's at least in her mid-30s. Right. Hi! Ben, ben shows up and it's super awkward. And the look of annoyance on her face is, like, fierce. She looks like a mom. Oh, gosh. And, like, the look on the assistant's face <laughs> is also, like, very, like, knowing. Like, shame, shame. So Maggie's like, um... Pamela, whatever the assistant's name is, can you go check the Rolodex? Go call whoever and back and confirm something. And so Ben wants to just say hello. And Maggie's like, you can't be here. But then she full on makes out with him. Maggie's sending a lot of different signals. Yeah. Ben's rightfully confused. And then the assistant comes back out and it's like, use your fucking head. Like if there's a Rolodex right next to the computer and the number's not in the computer, maybe check the Rolodex. Do you think younger people know what a Rolodex is? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, cool. Me either. Then they're going to have like one last night together, right? Maggie and Ben. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how like deep I want to dive into these scenes with them. Like, yeah. Also, uh, this scene reminded me of Peter from The Bachelor and his like propping everybody up on a pool table and like doing all this shit because it's so like, I saw this in the movies. I'm going to put all like wipe off my table and knock everything on the floor and we're just going to like go at it right now ouch yeah like I don't know the biggest thing is it's gonna be our last night we can't do this anymore this was a one-time thing or a short-lived thing you're in college I'm an adult blah 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 blah. and then of course like the big slap in the face we all saw coming I think like spoiler Maggie's married which we learn when Ben goes back to the kitchen yet again to like try to whisk her off to Vermont for the weekend and the assistant <laughs> emerges from back and she's like, Maggie, your husband's on the phone. And again, the look on the assistant's face is just like, so like, I know what's happening here. Like cats out of the bag. Your husband's on the phone. <laughs> she, didn't, she couldn't say it through like smacking on the sucker. She had to just take it out, which made her look that much more like sassy about it kind of. Right. So boom. That's that. Ben just leaves. Probably, uh, probably didn't see that one coming. Have we seen the last of Maggie? Dun, dun, dun. S-L-U-T. Just kidding. I mean, you and I have big problems with... We have big problems teachers. with infidelity. Yeah. I mean, not not us personally. Like, we're... Whoops, I dropped my pen. Where, like, we've been cheated on a lot or anything. We just, like, think that it's just morally extremely wrong. Therefore, for, Maggie for is sure. a hussy. You know, and it's just, like, she really is overly dramatic during this whole thing when Ben follows her out and he's like do you want to go grab dinner and she's like did you not understand what I said I wasn't joking calm it down oh my god right like like this is the first time she's done this okay I mean it, it's seriously it's like she has some sort of script in front of her that she saw in like sex in the city and she's like 
oh, it's time for me to be dramatic now. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. I'm not here for it. Don't like it. Right. And that's, I don't think we missed anything. Do we miss anything? No, I mean, it was a really light Julie and Sean episode. So for sure. We're pretty good. Yeah. Cool. So who's it going to be this week? I'm going to choose Ben this week because Noel had all the opportunity in the world to tell Ruby about Felicity. Um, I'm trying to put myself in Ruby's position. And if I were to find out at that point in time, I would not have just been like, it's fine. Just don't ever do that again. I would have had a lot of problems with it, especially when I was 18, 19 years old. Right. Back in my real crazy days. Uh, Yeah. And I just, you know, you just got Ben over here just having a crush on an older woman, just trying to do his best. And then he just gets like kind of just shit on. Yeah. I go, I'm I'm with you. I'm choosing Ben this week um, because all he's doing is smitten and he's trying to like do good by her and like go to Vermont and surprise her at work. And, you know, it's kind of what Sean said last week. She's out of your league, man. She is in like a bunch of different ways. I mentioned lover still gets me every time. Love it. Yeah. So that wraps up episode six. What do you want to hop into first with us? Um, well, I watched a really good documentary on Netflix. It's the David Foster documentary. And for those of you who don't know who he is, he produced songs like a lot of Barbara Streisand songs, like the whole bodyguard album he produced. And so Whitney Houston. Uh, yeah. Which of course, that's a remake from an original Dolly Parton song, but like still, he produced it. Is. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And the bar at the end of the movie, when her and Kevin Costner are dancing, and that actual original song is playing. Oh. Dolly Parton one. It's really pretty. I really like that version as well. But, anyways, he's also famously been married like a bunch of times. One of them is to like Linda Thompson, who used to be married to Bruce Jenner. And so he was like stepdad. Now to, known as Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Same person. He was step, stepdad to Brody and Brandon. And then he married Yolanda from The Real Housewives. Now he's married Catherine McPhee. Anyways, highly recommend. Very entertaining, especially if you like like music documentaries, which I do. What about you? Um, well, speaking of documentaries, we've, you know, as you might remember from our couple TV conversations, have been in a little bit of a TV rut. But I was scrolling on Amazon Prime, actually, and I stumbled across a documentary called The Man in the Red Bandana. And, like, I was just reading the synopsis of it, and I watched the trailer, and it was about 9-11, a story I've never heard before. And so I turned it on, and while it was super sad, I cried several times. It was really, like, uplifting at the same time. Um, Besides, it made me miss Obama really badly. Just, like, do you remember what a great speaker he was? He still is a great speaker, but just like I do, but he wasn't the president during nine eleven. No, but he like gave a like once the story officially came out, he was president. Like once it kind of oh, started like it. gaining momentum and things like that, so he gave like a eulogy sort of speaking at like oh. the um, the museum that opened. Great speaker, nothing like we have today, which is besides the point. But it was just really uplifting, and it was a story of just like this guy who selflessly like saved people that were so doomed from that tower. And yeah, it just like, it gave you like warm and fuzzies and like was sad at the same time, but I highly recommend it. That sounds awesome. Gwyneth Paltrow narrates it. She does a good job. I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. Who doesn't? But other Um, than that, we started John, or excuse me, Jack Ryan on Amazon also. 
got through the first season really quickly. It's really good. Now we're like a little bit stalled in the second season. It's just a lot uh, kind of different from the first season, but we'll finish that up. And that's all the TV news I have. We're also about four episodes now and a zero, zero, zero. And it is really good. We did see the trailer from that finally during one of these episodes and it does look good. There is, I feel like, a lot of Amazon Prime shows that I just know nothing about because I'm just never really on that platform very much. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to just, like, look around and see what else is, what else I'm missing. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It's all in subtitles, but you know I love sub- subtitles, so. You and I have very different different opinions on subtitles. Any food news this week? Well, food news. So we made a couple meals from our Every Plate box last week. The highlight being the caramelized shallot risotto, just freaking delightful. Um, our next box, here's what we're getting in in it: pork and pineapple tacos, charred zucchini and tomato melts, and golded panko crusted tilapia. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm really trying hard to like. We made a deal that we're not going to pick things that we normally cook, like pasta dishes and like burgers. So yeah, that's kind of it for food news. I tried a different pasta dough recipe on Monday turned out really well. It was really egg yolk dense. It was like two eggs and like four egg yolks into the flour. So that turned out really well. And, and we just ordered a new Ninja blender. That's my only other food news I got for you. We pulled the trigger today. I'm going to combine my food news and the animal news. Okay. I have no animal news, so that's fine. This will end on this. I told you last week I bought some like cheddar truffle cheese with actual like black truffle shavings. Right. And I served this just delightful cheese plate on our camping trip last weekend. And that was like the star of the show. And we have an electric cooler. And so I had it in the cooler and the cooler was under the camper. And we woke up and some motherfucking raccoon <laughs> got in the cooler, couldn't get in there all the way, obviously, because the top of the camper like low clearance low clearance threw aside but got into my five dollar hummus which i splurge on this hummus because it is so good it's called ithaca hummus and it is really 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 good and then he gnawed into a block of one cheese and then took off with the truffle cheddar cheese (laughs) gone there's like paw prints all over the side of the cooler like dirt what a snobby bitch i know I mean, what kind of raccoon has that kind of palate? Right. It's just, it makes me think of ratatouille. I know you've never seen ratatouille because you... I have seen ratatouille. I oh, like it a lot. Wow. There's a shocker. Kristen mm-hmm. doesn't really like child movies. But yeah, no. that's just what I think of is him like going back and like sniffing the different cheeses and like getting the truffle and being like, oh yeah. And then just like taking it Oh, off. that's funny. Yeah. Right. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah, I for that's sure. So we call it sack lunch. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. I'm just trying to make sure I don't have any animal stories, which I don't think I do. Don't force it. It's got to come to you naturally. I know. Real bummer. Cool. So that wraps us up. Uh, next week, we have episode seven entitled Getting Lucky. Sweet. And FYI, tell Mark not to delete the Wedding Crafter talk. Yeah, he's not. I wasn't going to let him. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. And don't forget about our social media. We've actually gotten some new Instagram followers, which is great. But, you know, say hey, shout it out. We want to know who all of these listeners are that we have all of a sudden. So we're on Instagram at Ben versus Noel. Um, we are on Twitter with the same handle. Going to be honest, I don't update Twitter as much anymore because it's just depressing that we don't ever get any responses. <laughs> so I stick to Instagram. But Kristen, pleasure as always. We'll be talking to you next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bree. Bye. Bye. Bye.